Are you working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Boy, what is it you want to do when you grow up? Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Here it is, it's 4th and 26. From the makeshift studios in beautiful Market Hill, New Jersey, it is talking ish with your commission. And yes, I am here for one last time this year for the season finale, and I am excited as hell, and I'm sure you know why. We're going to get to all that. We're going to get to all the fun. But first, I want to tell you uh, all a belated uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of you Gentile brethren out there who celebrated the birthday of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I uh, had a great Christmas. I hope you did too. Uh, Santa was very kind to me this year. Brought me, uh, brought me some cool stuff for the studio. Really rounding it out, making it a home, cozy home. We got coasters uh, from the first lady herself. That actually, they got a, like a little American flag on there. There's some hefty coasters too. Like I'm, I could kill a man with these coasters. They're like solid ceramic. I don't know what they are. They say makeshift studios on them though, with an American flag. How beautiful is that? And then as you enter the studio, uh, there is now a customized sign made by Jan. Um, she, she, she did it upright, man. She, she, she got me a sign for the studio that's more official than the fucking shitty one I spray-painted on the wall. But that will forever remain. It will forever be a staple of the studio because that's, that's how it's going to be. Uh, Santa also brought me a new piece of weed technology, which I'm very excited about. I feel like I feel like so left out of the loop on this weed shit, you know, because I grew up in an era where you smoked your weed. You didn't even eat it, really. You mean you smoked your weed. You didn't have all these fancy gadgets that the kids have today, the dabbing and all that stuff. Well, I was chilling with Jen's family. And as many of you know, they got younger cousins who are the same age as her sister. They're like seven years younger than us, which doesn't seem like a lot. Age is a number. Doesn't seem like seven years is a lot of uh, a lot of time between you and somebody. But it is. There's a lot, like, technology, I think, has rapidly accelerated the gap between certain generations. Like, me to my sister, there's a gap there. Like, we're different. We're different. We grew up in different eras. Even if, like, that sounds crazy. Just think about it. Like, technology, the cell phone, iPhone, all that shit has accelerated the gap that exists between generations. And the same thing is true even further with the the people who are seven years below us and Jen's cousins and sister. But they have a piece of technology that all the kids are using these days that some of you guys I know are using that I have never had. I just never had one. I don't know where to get it. it and it's uh, one of these little fucking weed pens. And it's got oil. It's like an oil-based pen. I pop a little thing on there. And I could literally smoke that shit in her parents' living room. And they had no idea. It was great. Fucking greatest gift I've probably ever gotten. So thank you, Santa. Actually, it came from her, uh, her cousins. Her cousins got me that. So thanks, Danielle and Nicole, if you're listening. I appreciate that gift. This final podcast is all about uh, the year 2017, the year that was, and all the great stuff that happened, uh, not only during this year, but as we are quickly going to get to this Fantasy Football League season, which did come to an end this weekend, Christmas weekend. And uh, without further ado, I would like to uh, present to you the final weekly recap of the season This one, our championship game recap. Let's fucking hit it. Well, the championship stage was set. We had the Jew Division champion in Stein, 
versus the Gentile division champion in the Kamish. The one and two seeds in the playoffs squaring off for a chance to be crowned champion. And the week started with the Saturday matchups where the Kamish made a bold last-minute decision to swap Samaje Pirine out and replace him with Jarek McKinnon. The move didn't really pan out. McKinnon with only 5.6 points. Things were looking bleak for the Kamish. But a glimmer of hope. Stein uh, had Mark Ingram going, underperformed his projection. And then on Sunday, after posting 44.5 point performance last week, the Kamish's season was saved once again by Todd Gurley. 118 rushing yards, 158 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns, all worth 44.6 points. So Stein and his season, like most games this year, rested on the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson, the MVP, as we called it on the podcast, had a very un-Russell Wilson-like game, posting only 19 points. Remember, he's averaging 30 points this year. Doug Baldwin with only 11.5 and Jimmy Graham with 6.8. To help the commish get past Stein, he had a nice performance from Larry Fitzgerald, 23.5 points. It came down to an 18-point lead against Stein with only Le'Veon Bell for Stein and the commission having Juju Smith-Schuster, Zach Ertz, and the newly appointed starter Nick Foles. Bell posted a solid game, 18 points, but not enough to get past the combo of Schuster-Smith, who put up Smith-Schuster, whatever the fuck. What a stupid Juju Smith. What are you, a jelly bean? Uh, 16.5 points for the jelly bean and Ertz with 12.6. Nick Foles actually stunk. But it didn't matter because all those points were icing on the cake. The Kamish beat Stein 144.4 to 106.5 to become the third crown champion of the founding Farter Fantasy Football League. And the Kamish becomes the first Gentile champion. The Kamish takes home the prize of $800 as well as the league trophy. And now his banner has already been raised into the rafters of the makeshift studios where he will forever be cemented in history of the founding Florida Fantasy Football League. Now, the commish, I told you, I came into the season, I felt good. I told you my team was good. And I correctly predicted pretty much the outcome of this season. I told you I was going to be number one. I called my shot like Babe Ruth. I, I licked my finger, I put it in the air, I, I tested the wind. I threw some grass up, and I'm like, it's going that way. And I got up, I got my eye on the ball, and smack! out of the fucking yard i hit a home run and this year i'm the fucking champion and boy does it feel fucking good and sure i made my championship banner a little bit bigger it may have just had to do with the fact that my name's longer i needed more space at least that's what i'm gonna chalk it up to but uh i'm pretty fucking proud and stein my man great season it was an honor to face you in the championship i think stein will be back there next year he's proven that he's able to do it his second straight year of success. Great year from you, Stein. You will receive your entry fee back in addition to a $50 uh, bonus for being our divisional champion over there in the Jew division for a, cho- a total of $170 via certified commissioner's check. The commission uh, is fucking juiced about being champion, guys. The parade will play- take place tomorrow. It will begin at uh, 132 Brookside Way, go up the driveway, and uh, pass all three of my, my fans who will be in attendance tomorrow. And then uh, we will have a big celebration here at the Makeshift Studios. I've also decided to invest some of my earnings back into the league because I'm a man of giving. I want to give back to the league. That's given me so much joy. 
So from this day forward, the actual Asteroid Trophy will actually remain in the makeshift studios. We will change out the plaques for the championship, so all the champions will be updated on the, uh, the base of the trophy there so that we can forever remember who won the championship. Uh, but what will change and what you will get to take home as the champion will be one of the most coveted trophies in all league history. And I promise you, you're going to want this trophy. You're going to look at this fucking thing and you're going to be like, God, I want that. I want that. I don't know why I want that. It's honestly, there's nothing really that makes me want that. I just want that. I want it. And that's how you're going to feel. And I'm sorry to the past champions. The commission never thought I'd be in this spot. But I'm, again, I'm investing my own money back into the league. So I became a champion. I wanted to make it a little bit cooler because I think, you know, who knows if I'll ever be back here again. And I really wanted to just take advantage of the situation. So now not only will the champion get the money, but you'll get one of the most coveted trophies in all fantasy sports. So if you want to see the trophy before the draft next year, you just got to uh, come by the makeshift studios. I will not divulge what the trophy is because if you don't come by, you know, you don't get to know. And if you do come by and you do see it, don't tell anybody. Keep it a secret because it'll be a cool unveil at the, uh, at the draft next year. Now, unfortunately, I won't have it available for my party. So guys who are coming to that, I apologize. It will not be ready. And no, I will not tell you what it is, um, but just know it is cool. 2017, though, what a year. Hell of a fucking year. A great year for the league, a very competitive year. Obviously, I'm very f- happy with the outcome because of my championship. Uh, of course, the season didn't go without its drama. Tom is gone, exiled from the league, as you know. So I would like to officially nominate his replacement, Zach Marin. He, uh, I put it out to a vote today. I didn't hear back. If you have any objections, let me know. Uh, let's set the date of uh, the end of the year. Let me know before the end of the year. Otherwise... Zach Marin will re- officially receive a, an invitation to the Founding Florida Fantasy Football League to be the last member in the Jew division. Remember, BJ moved over to the Gentile division to fill Tom's vacancy, so now we need someone in the Jew division. And we will be replacing it with a Jew and Zach, which I am very excited about, but I'm going to save him for next year's podcast. We'll get to him. And now Zach will be privy to these podcasts. So I'm going to send him this year-end one so he has a little taste of what to expect for next year. And I also just want him to know, you're coming into a league where I'm the champion, motherfucker. So this is going to be a different league next year. Now I have some, like, thing to, like, talk about, to boast about. I have a little bit of, uh, of ammunition in my, in my gun, if you will. So I'm going to take advantage of that next year. So, uh, yeah, 2017. Beautiful year for the league. Very happy with the outcome. Uh, I can promise you that next year, I'm, my biggest thing for this offseason is to figure out how to get a little bit more payment structure into this into the league. I want more people to have chances to earn money, and maybe that's incentives through the podcast. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I got a whole offseason to do it, but I am, I am dedicated now. I am drunk, and I am dedicated that in this offseason, not only will I get sober, maybe, if I want to, no, I will. I will fix some things in this league that I think could make it even better. And that's my that's my promise to you every year is to make this thing better. Last year, we had a couple podcasts, maybe eight. This year, 16 episodes. This is the 16th episode of this podcast. So I'm so thankful to all of you who are listening and have joined me through this journey for the last couple of months. Uh, but now it's time for me to take a hiatus. It's time to make, uh, make a little bit of me time. You know, I got a lot of projects going on. I got this fucking fence. Oh, my Jesus. 
Mary and Joseph this fence. It's become a much bigger project than I had anticipated. So here's the story. You know, like I'm not, I'm not filthy rich. I can't just like drop fucking 20 grand on a fence and just not bat an eye. I got to go finance the fucking thing. And I thought I had it all figured out. I did all this paperwork, jumped through hoops, got interest rates, and blah, 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 blah. And the fence company's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, use our financing. We have it on our website. It's posted right there on the website. So you would think that these motherfuckers have actually worked with these companies before. I used a company called LendKey. They make it super easy to get a loan. You just literally fill out a bunch of stuff, upload some documents, and boom, you're qualified for a loan. But the problem is you have to qualify with a certain contractor. So like you have to list that I am using Audubon Fencing Company as my fencing installation people. They are my home improvement contractor. And they have to register as a contractor with this company. So like it was pulling teeth to get this fucking fence company to just fill out the fucking paperwork and send it to a company that they listed on their website as being a loan provider. And I get it all in. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. It's been like a fucking month. I paid $4,500 fucking dollars deposit to get this thing done before the new year. And what do you know? I get a call today from Lenke. And they're telling me, hey, the contractor you're using, yeah, we're not going to prove them. I'm like, what? They're saying, oh, well, we can't really tell you why we can't approve them. Just know that we, uh, we can't go forward with them. If there's another contractor you want to use, we have some recommendations, uh, but we're not going to do that. And I'm like, fuck, I already signed a contract. What the fuck's going on? Like, do you guys listed this company on your website? Like, what kind of Mickey Mouse operations you got going on over there in Audubon? I don't know, know much about Audubon other than that there's a Sonic there. That's really all I know about Audubon. So what do you got going on over there? that you're listing a company on your website saying, hey, get a loan through us, and then you're not approved to use them. What kind of bullshit is that? So the commissioner has his work cut out for him. I made some really nasty phone calls today, got real angry, and took out some, you know, some of that deep, dark hatred I have for humankind on some of these fucking people. And wouldn't, and like, no matter what, in any of these situations where you get frustrated, inevitably you end up talking to some middle-aged woman who just has an attitude, and it just makes it so much worse. You just know she's sitting behind there, just doesn't give a fuck about your problem. Doesn't give a fuck if this company she works for goes bankrupt. She's just there collecting a paycheck and can't wait to get home and drink her, uh, her vodka, her cheap fucking Smirnoff vodka, because she's a fucking miserable cunt. But whatever, I guess my point is that the commission needs some time off to focus on some stuff he's got going on in his life. The podcast will go on hiatus pretty much until next season with uh, a couple special edition episodes here and there uh, just to check in, just to let you know how I'm feeling. And I don't want to leave you guys high and dry. A lot of things are changing next year, but we'll get to that in a, in a, in a later part of the show. Before we do, I want to I get to 2017 and the year that was, the year of the commish, if you will. Uh, but there was other things going on in the world, and we lost a lot of great people. I want to start there. Let's start with the sad shit. Get that out of the way. Because we lost some good ones. We lost Mary Tyler Moore, John Hurt, Chuck Berry, Don Rickles, Roger Moore, fucking Bond. We lost James Bond, uh, Adam West. We lost Bond and Batman. Martin Landau, Glenn Campbell, Jerry Lewis, Hugh Hefner. We lost fucking Hugh Hefner, guys. The fucking Playboy Bunny himself. The guy. The dude. A guy who literally had... Just like a revolving door of women riding his Viagra-charged cock 
24-7. That was like, I think I've read an article, like that was something along the lines of that, but whatever. Uh, Hugh Hefner died. Monty Hall, Fats Domino, Bill Paxton from fucking Twister. Do you remember the Twister ride in Disney where he's like, huh, Bill Paxton, and this is a tornado ride. He fucking died. Charlie Murphy from Chappelle's show died. Chris Cornell killed himself. Uh, this I, the, I missed the guy from fucking Linkin Park who killed himself. Jim Bunning died. Greg Allman died. Darren Dalton died. Tom fucking Petty died. Ralphie May, that fat fucking comedian, died. And of course, Roy Halladay flew a fucking plane. Now he's dead. What a fucking idiot. Roy Halladay's dead. That was 2017. But uh, it was a great year, I think, otherwise. So moving on beyond death, let's get to the excitement, the good, the good things that happened in 2017. It was a year that saw a league member in Mark get married at a beautiful ceremony. I had a lot of fun at Mark's wedding. Probably one of my top moments of 2017. Two of our league members got engaged, Jake and Mike. Uh, maybe we, I know for sure we got a wedding next year. Mike's is in October down in Cleveland. We're going to have some fun down there. And then uh, Jake, maybe Puerto Rico. I don't know. He's down there right now. Maybe he's scoping a spot out. We'll see. Donald Trump this year was inaugurated as our 45th president of the United States. In sports, we saw the New England Patriots overcome a 28-3 deficit midway through the third quarter to win a Super Bowl uh, or to win Super Bowl 51. The Schittsburg Penguins won the Stanley Cup for the second time in a row. Uh, the Golden State Warriors team, uh, the super team with Kevin Durant and all these fucking people took on Bron Bron and won the championship in the NBA. And then the Houston Astros pretty much hit home runs until people were ready to stop watching baseball. They were your World Series champions. Uh, lots of fun things happened in 2017. Let's fucking just power through them. The NFL allowed players to celebrate again. And boy, was that shit fun. I enjoyed that this season. I hope they don't get rid of that ever again. We saw Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match. So that was actually entertaining. It wasn't just Floyd Mayweather dancing around like some kind of like pussy faggot. He actually like got punched a couple times and that was cool. And in the end, he still kicked fucking McGregor's ass. McGregor was sucking wind by the end. A great moment of 2017. We saw Kyrie Irving and Isaiah Thomas swap spots in one of the biggest blockbuster deals in sports this year. Tiger Woods got arrested for DWI for taking like sleeping pills or some shit and then checked himself into rehab and then came back and was a fucking monster. Shawing Tiger, Tiger is back. Uh, the Sixers, we traded up to get Markel Fultz first overall in the NBA draft. We had the Phillies cancel a Pete Rose ceremony because he was too busy fucking girls back in the 70s and then people found out about it and were like, shit, we probably shouldn't honor a guy who fucked a 16-year-old. Um, and the Phillies pretty much stunk all season except for the f- unexpected phenom Rice Hoskins. They also hired a beefcake manager inside Carlos Santana, who I'm pretty sure is not the guitarist, though he might be. That would be interesting. Philadelphia hosted the NFL draft, which is fucking awesome. It was a great experience. In the offseason, we shot, signed Alshon Jeffrey, Torrey Smith. We traded Jordan Matthews for Ronald Darby. There was an amazing season that fucking happened, and it started with the home opener with the 63-yard game winner, the emergence of Carson Wentz playing like an MVP, the heartbreak of Carson Wentz tearing his ACL, and uh, now the Eagles finishing number one overall in the NFC with home field throughout the playoffs. We traded for Jay Ajayi in a, in a move where Howie Roseman just 
took his little Jew dick and put it on the table like, yeah, let me put my dick on the table. Now JJ's mine for nothing. Fucking crazy year in Philly sports in general. But also a crazy year in the world. We had the uh, whole Oscar snafu where they fucked up Best Picture and blamed it all on poor Warren Beatty. Uh, Twitter blocked Donald Trump for like 11 full minutes back in November, just completely shutting him out of Twitter. Uh, Dove the body wash. Do you remember like like the Dove like the W wipe on your balls and and nutsack? Uh, they also make a line for women apparently, and they developed bottles. This is one of the worst marketing schemes I've ever seen. They developed bottles to be sh- designed to be shaped like different women. So oh, some women are tall and slender, some are curvy, and they made bottles shaped like different women. Needless to say, it didn't really go over well with the ladies of the thicker persuasion. Uh, Adidas. The, uh, you know, I, all day I dream about sports, Adidas, congratulated runners of the Boston Marathon by saying, oh, congratulations on surviving the Boston Marathon. Whoa. Somebody definitely got fired on that one. United Airlines beat the shit out of some passengers, uh, including a Chinese dude who paid for his flight, had a seat on a flight. They bounced him for somebody else. And he was like, I'm not getting off this plane. So they kicked his ass. And it became a huge fucking problem for them. Chris Christie shut down an entire beach, or at least let the beaches get shut down, and then parked his fat ass all by himself on a beach and looking like a, just a huge asshole. Uh, literally every celebrity this year that you ever admired, liked, uh, or looked up to has now been accused of rape or some kind of sexual assault. Um, Kevin Spacey, I guess, is gay. And uh, don't worry. Bill Cosby, he drugged some women and fucked them, but uh, he got off because of a mistrial. Because I guess people, you know, can't get over the Cosby. I put the pills in the drink, and she went to sleep, and I stuck my dick in her bum. Uh, We played uh, Will They, Won't They with Kim Jong-un on North Korea. Um, We endured some terrible terrorist attacks, including a bombing an Ariana Grande concert, and, of course, the awful massacre that occurred uh, from the Mandalay Bay Hotel in Las Vegas. There was also some devastating hurricanes that toppled Houston, Florida, and that gem of an island where Jake's fiance hails from in Puerto Rico. And we saw wildfires burn pretty much half of California. Uh, But on the lighter side, we saw some stupid fucking memes like Salt Bay, which I still don't really think is funny or understand why it ever became a meme. Your meat looks delicious. No homo. Uh, but your salt tactics, like, you pretty much oversalt every meal. Like, it's not, like, it's rock salt. You don't need that much. Like, dude, you took in, like, fistfuls of salt. You trying to kill us? Um, we stole that stupid raindrop drop top meme. Everybody had a fucking meme for that. Raindrop, drop top. I fucking suck on a big cock. All those stupid ones. And of course, probably the meme of the year, fucking cash me outside, girl. That girl was literally everywhere for a little bit. You know that bitch made like thousands of dollars? Danielle Bergrossi. The fact that I even know her name tells you that she infiltrated society for 2017. And congratulations to her for making money off of her 15 minutes of fame. In the beginning of the year, a bunch of pranksters changed the LA Hollywood sign say Holly Weed, which is fucking awesome. And that lasted for like half a day. In movies, we had Wonder Woman, Beauty and the Beast, Star Wars, 103 or whichever episode they're on now. 
uh, and it smashed up the box office, while movies like Get Out took people by storm, forever changing uh, the idea of what black people think white people are up to. Um, and uh, in TV, we saw Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert. The fucking wall came down. What? And there's a fucking ice dragon? Like, what's going on in Game of Thrones? Can't wait for, like, uh, 2020 when, uh, when the next season comes out. In music, Kendrick Lamar dropped Damn, probably the commission's favorite album of the year. Despacito became, like, the first fucking song to be literally played on every radio station everywhere simultaneously for 24 hours a day for, like, nine months. Uh, and then that same thing with that fucking Ed Sheeran song, Shape of You. Literally, you could walk into a place and it's playing. You get into your car, it's playing. You get home, you ask Alexa to play some music. Guess what she's playing? Ed Sheeran, Shape of You, for some fucking reason. The Chainsmokers released some more music that's catchy, but it's probably used for torture somewhere in Afghanistan. 21 Pilots made some songs about like making a candle out of his brother's earwax and like being a big bitch. I don't really know what the fuck. They're, they're, they're such a shitty band. And then, of course, 2017 was the year of like, Rappers who want to kill themselves and making songs about uh, killing yourself. I guess that's what's hot on the street. We had an, a solar eclipse that happened. That was fucking lame. Elon Musk got verbal approval from the government to build the Hyperloop from New York to L.A., and, which is apparently only going to take 29 minutes and blow off our fucking minds. And uh, finally, Dave, our good boy, our, our, our guy of the year, has decided to head out west to California. So there you have it. 2017 review. At least what I could fucking remember. You know, I racked my brain and I'm like writing shit down like this happened, that happened. And that's that's what I remember. If you remember something else, send it to me. I still want to know about it, even though the podcast is going on hiatus. Speaking of the end of 2017, if you haven't made plans to do so already, join us for the Simone 17 send off. A party here at the makeshift studios, the corporate building located in the Brookside Estates, where we will say sayonara to 2017 and usher in the new year. And you know we're going to have food on lockdown. Jan gets better every time. She figures it out. Every party we have, she's figuring out more and more and more. She steps up her game every single time, so come hungry. I have personally handled the alcohol situation. We will have plenty of beer, mostly yingling and rolling rock. Picked up a shit ton of that. But we also have a selection of craft, blue, craft brews, uh, local favorites like Spellbound's Porter, Double Nickel Session IPA, and Conchahawken Brewing's Type A IPA. Uh, we'll also have some West Coast favorites, crafts like Ballast Point's Fathom IPA and Elysian's Brewing Space Dust. I also have uh, some of that Dallas Sucks beer left over so we can watch the Eagles kick the shit out of the Cowboys. At least the Eagles' backups kick the shit out of the Cowboys. And finally, for beer, I have a St. Barnabas Christmas beer that Jen's stereotypical kindergarten teacher aunt gave me for my birthday, which I will likely never drink, so help yourself to that nonsense. But you all know the staple of, of booze at a Simone party is the whiskey. We got Bullet Rye, we got Chivas Regal, which I'm pretty sure is just like Spanish for whiskey. We got a Glen Levitt 15-year and Swing. It's actually a bottle that swings back and forth by Johnny Walker. But you know the staple, the absolute staple of a Simone party is the bourbon. And boy, do we have a bourbon selection for you. I got some great ones for you to try. So come Thursday. Uh, we got our house bourbons of Eagle Rare and Russell's. Those are always stocked in the house. We have some more premium options like Widow Jane, Old Ripey, and Baker's. 
And by listening to this podcast, you have a special access to the Commissioner's Vault of specialty bourbons, including the rare finds of Colonel E.H. Taylor Single Barrel, which I am currently sipping on, and a very exclusive Widow Jane 12-year. So just knock on the door of the makeshift studios in the basement of the makeshift corporate building on Brookside Estates and tell them the commissioner sent you. And of course, we'll have fun times with music, all the peoples. We're expecting about 20 people to show up. A couple new faces this year, including some of Jen's friends. She actually has friends, guys. And uh, hopefully some of Jen's family. They're a little bit up in the air right now. I know my boy Dave's playing a little tonsil hockey with one of Jen's cousins as we speak. But before I send off 2017, I wanted to give all of you a chance to send off as well. And we'll start with our man, Mike. So let's go to Mike. Uh, Brennan's last uh, last podcast of the year, right? Uh, we definitely need some off-season uh, podcasts to get thrown in there to keep us energized, keep us going. We need at least some playoff Eagles podcasts. Uh, something, man, something, something good. Uh, but want to take this time to uh, look back on the last year of 2017 and 2017 coming to a close. Uh, lots of us got married. Lots of us got engaged. I don't think anyone had any babies. Brent, Simon, Mark, Dave, nobody. I don't think so. Um, some of us, you know. Did well in fantasy. Some of us did not. Uh, to those that did not, there's always next year. To those that did well, fuck you. Uh, but you know, Brent, want to thank you for taking all your time, and I want to say thanks for dedicating some of your work day. But I know that that was pretty easy to come by. So I mean, uh, thanks for just taking the time and putting together this podcast. You know, we all enjoy it very much, and uh, you, you know, you keep getting drunk on the air, but it keeps getting better. So I think that I think that says something. Uh, but you know, looking on to 2018, it's going to be a weird world. Dave's going to be in Cali. Uh, we're all going to golf a little less. That means I think. Um, you know, hopefully Dave comes back eventually, and uh, if not, you know, Godspeed. Uh, but yeah, Brent, looking forward to New Year's. Thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks for being the best commission out there. Uh, Happy New Year to all. Merry Christmas in the past. Happy Hanukkah. I don't think we have any Kwanzaa celebrators unless Stein plans on converting again. <laughs> uh, you know, appreciate you guys. You know, you guys are good people. So enjoy your new year and be safe out there. Thank you, Mike. And congratulations once again to you on your engagement. And congratulations uh, just on being a nice guy. And thank you for c- contributing to the podcast. And I will do my best to bring out some special editions. My thing I think I want to do is either if I have some some big thing happen, I want to fill you all in and podcast about it. If we have somebody stop by the house, I can get a cool interview. I'll definitely do that and get it out to you too. I can promise you those things are going to happen this year. Um, And yeah, 2018 is going to be a strange year. Dave out in the West Coast. It's kind of sad. It's kind of depressing. We say goodbye to our brother, but he won't be gone. I know he'll be back. I know my boy. My boy's a Philly guy at heart. And, you know, he might go out to Cali, be out there for an extended period of time. But at the end of the day, it's either us coming to you or uh, you coming back to us. So we'll see what happens. But I wish you the best of luck, uh, Mike and, da- and, and Dave, uh, in your endeavors in 2018. Speaking of our boy Dave, what would a final podcast be without getting rapid fire from Dave? So here we go. Well, 
Brent came for blood this season, and he got it. The champion needs a tampy. I do. I'm a little cranky. Todd Gurley should run him over at Tampax Curly. I might get a Todd Gurley cutout. I'm so hyped up on Todd Gurley. He got flow like a period, Dave. Now you have the ashtray. Are you going to get laid? I actually have been getting laid a lot, like since I won. Are they directly correlated? I don't know. Damn, Brent's Bruce Banner looks Hulk-like. It's fucking giant. It's veiny. It's triumphant. Yeah, Brent was very Fournette to, to win. I was, and thank you, Leonard Fournette, and your uh, and your your blackness. Kind of ironic that Juju beat the Juju, you know what I mean, or former Juju. How about that pickup, huh, Juju? Will Lutz ended up being your best pucks. How about that fucking pickup too, dude? The fact that you started Nick Foles and won is a ballsy move, and that's why I like you, Brent. I know. I I went. I felt good. I'm like Saint Nick on Christmas. I can't. What could go wrong? I just sent that same clip to an account by accident. VFW. <laughs> They're probably like, who the fuck is Brent? That's unfortunate, my friend. You may want to uh, check in on that. Except, don't. You're going out to Cali. Who gives, who gives a fuck about that? Kind of ironic that Stein started Doug Baldwin. Yeah, because he's bald. I get it. I just want to congratulate Brent on his championship victory. And thank you for all your hard work and effort and time that you put into this league. Starting from the draft and the podcast and all the way to now, man. You killed it this year and every year. But it just keeps getting better and better. I'm really happy to be a part of it. Thanks for being a great commissioner. You deserve it. You deserve the win. You deserve the ashtray. And I look forward to next year. Maybe we'll do the draft out west, switch it up a bit. Maybe do it on the beach, a little paintball action. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know if there'll be enough time, but we'll figure it out. But, yeah, I look forward to seeing you at your party, even though I'm coming a little late. But, yeah, congratulations, Brent, the champion of 2017. Thanks, brother. And I appreciate everything you've done for this podcast this year. You have definitely been my biggest contributor and my biggest supporter, and I appreciate everything you do and everything you've done. And I'm going to be sad when you go out there to California, brother, because I know it's not like the old days where we saw each other all the time. You know, as life goes on, it gets more difficult to see each other. And that's why I think things like this are important. And this is where I'm going to get serious on all of you. It's hard. It's hard the older you get. You get priorities in life that become more important. And that's unfortunate. It's not that one thing's more important really than the other. It's just that there, there is a priority when it comes to what you got to do. You got to handle your shit with your family. And when you marry a girl, fellas that aren't married yet, that becomes your family. No matter what you got going on in your life, And sometimes even your own immediate family is not as important as what you build with your wife. And appreciate that. Cherish that. Because you are voluntarily committing yourself to that kind of a relationship. And when you do, you know, you got to take a step back and just recognize the magnitude of that. You're not only responsible for yourself, but you're responsible for someone else too. Just like they're responsible for you. You have to support each other, love each other, and do all that great stuff. And take care of each other. But, you know, I, I, in 2018, one thing I do want to do a better job of is trying to get myself out of this house and to see you guys. Sometimes I know, you know, you get tired and it's not as easy to just motivate yourself to want to go anywhere. You want to relax and just rest on your laurels. But it's important to see your friends because your friends are important too. And I will do a better job of prioritizing that. And Dave, I apologize that I haven't been able to see you more, man, because you're, uh, you're one of my best buds. And I miss you, man. And I, I'm going to miss you when you go out to California. But rest assured, if you go out there, I'm going to follow and uh, come visit. 
as much as I possibly can. I would love to just come even take a trip out there, maybe by myself without the wife, if you know what I'm saying. No, not like not like we're going to do bad things. Just like, you know, sometimes you just need, maybe I'll come see like an Eagles game or something out there or whatever sporting event we might be able to go to as my excuse to get out of the house. Everybody else, you know, we're going to, life goes on. We're going to, we're going to do the damn thing. I hope to see all of you more, uh, especially now that most of you are entering into that stage of life uh, where adulthood and married life, you know, ties you down a little bit more. So more gatherings, more occasions, more things to get us together. And I'm excited for all of your weddings. If they are in 2018, I know Mike's is at least Jake, if yours isn't, you know, whatever. If it is in 2018, though, I'm fucking pumped. If it's in 2019, I'm pumped, especially if it's in Puerto Rico. I'll go wherever. Um, I've had a great time doing the podcast. Again, I will keep you updated. But that's it for me here on 28, uh, 2017. We say goodbye. I appreciate everything all you guys have done to make this thing fun. I hope you enjoyed the year. And uh, that's it. So I'm going to leave you with only something the commission could do. A nice corny song. To recognize my championship season. Here we go. Congratulations, Kamish. Thanks, buddy. You did a great job this year. Thanks. Thanks. All right. We'll see you guys next year. It's been Talkin'ish with your Kamish. Time after time, I've done my sentence, but committed no crime and bad mistakes.
You guys silly? I'm still gonna send it. <laughs>